When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with your LOA business coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with your LOA coach, Jenny Gain, and your soulful um, coach, coach, (laughs) Sharon Pope, um, who's back for another episode. And we're so excited to talk to her. We're uh, just to give you guys a little preview. We're going to talk about um, is there only one soulmate for each person and how to attract that love? Oh, so. I'm so excited to talk about this. Like, I love talking about love and it's just like, we could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I know. Right. And hanging out with Sharon is so much fun. We could just do it all day. That's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but before we do that, uh, let me, I'm going to remind people of our contest and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about what we have for you guys. So remember this is, uh, you have a few more days to enter the contest for February. And all you have to do to enter is go to iTunes and find the Manifest It Now show, which you're listening to right now, <laughs> and leave us a review. <laughs> just uh, leave us a review, which is, is going to help more people find us. And um, we're just going to randomly draw the winner. So all you have to do literally is just leave us a review and we'll get in contact with you if you're the winner. And we're, the prize is a gift card. Um, so for every person who leaves a review, we add a dollar to the pot. So... Do you guys want to rally as as many people as you can to get that number up? Exactly. Send an email to all your friends, tag them on Facebook and tell them to leave a review for us on iTunes. Awesome. So Cassie, tell everyone what you're excited about right now. I'm excited about so many things, but I'm really excited. It's, um, just a little bit over two months until manifest 10,000 is available in bookstores. And I'm, I know it's so exciting. I'm so excited about, I'm excited about that, but I'm also excited about the number of pre-orders that keep coming in Mm -hmm. and, you know, just every day somebody, and what's super fun is, you know, I know a lot of people, in my circle. And like, I, I'm kind of familiar with like, who's on my list. And these are like all new people. Like I don't recognize their names, which is super fun because that means I'm making an even bigger impact in the world. So I love all of you who've been around, you know, with me since the beginning, but it's also really fun to know you're growing and reaching more people. So that sounds awesome, Cass. Thanks. What are you excited about, Miss Jenny? Also excited about that expanding and reaching more people. I mean, I start my new um, LOA skills camp uh, in next week and it's just, it is and more new people, this new group. And it's just like, I can feel the excitement and the energy, right? And it's, I kind of think of it like before I'm going to like play a basketball game and everyone's really excited to like play and get in there and like be in the zone. So oh, I just love that feeling. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you want to tell everybody what exciting stuff you have on your website for our listeners? Yes. If you guys haven't already, you can visit LOAskillstraining.com and access a free four-part video series giving you lots of tips and tricks about how to practically apply a law of attraction and a little 
some hints on what is the number one mistake that most LOAers make. So make sure you watch that so you don't make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love it. We yes. can't become aware of what we're doing wrong until we know what how doing it wrong is, right? <laughs> I know what you're trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> My words got twisted up because yeah. I don't usually say that many don'ts in a row. <laughs> it's so true. And what about you, Cass? What do you have for our listeners? Um, of course, I have the hottest money manifesting party anywhere, which you can join by going to manifest10k.com and uh, get all the steps, the daily practices that you need to attract $10,000 into your life in the next 90 days. And of course, the support of the amazing Manifest 10K group. Wicked. Manifest10k.com if you guys haven't. All right. So we're, we uh, get to have Sharon Pope back again, who is, she yeah. is a, I know, yay, that deserves a huge yay. Um, she's a soulful love coach. We had a little discussion about, you know, how soulful is her thing before we got on the line. And if there's one way I would describe Sharon, it's soulful. Like it's that deep, like when you're with her, whether you are just sort of laughing and having fun or you're having a deep, deep conversation. It's all deep. It's all soulful. It's about this soul connection to other human beings. So I'm glad that we have her today because we're going to talk about attracting your soulmate. We're going to answer that question. Is there just one soulmate for everyone? So Sharon, before we dive into this amazing topic, tell us what you're excited about. You know what? I have something I'm excited about and I am going to share it with you, but when you both were sharing what you're excited about, <laughs> it made me go, it made me think like, I, I get that, like you're reaching more people, but it's also that like more people are seeing the power in these tools and applying them in their lives. Mm, yes. Right. Like that's pretty exciting. It is. <laughs> yeah. So but exciting. I, but what I'm personally excited about is I am, and it kind of deals with creation is like, I'm last summer I bought a house that was like, I don't know, 50 some years old mm -hmm. and we gutted it and took it down to the studs. And now it's like, after so long, it's like the pieces are all starting to come together. Uh. And like, I love the creation process. Of oh, yes. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> like I way too much joy in a tile and marble store than I should. Like, it's, it's That's impossible. There's no such thing as too much right. joy. Sure no, about nice. like picking finishes and flooring and paint colors and <laughs> all that. Oh, That's awesome. So I totally get it. Oh, yay. Is this the first time you've done that, Sharon? Yes. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. All right. So speaking of, you know, creating and the creative process, um, let's talk about attracting soulful love. Mm, fun topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Cash, should, should we start with kind of introducing kind of giving a foundation to generally how, we're, how you attract love and then dive into that? Is there only one person, a soulmate? I think that's a great, I think that's a great plan. <laughs> All right. So Sharon, what would you, how would you talk about that when you're, when you're answering that question of like, how do I attract love, true love in the first place? So I think that there's a couple important steps to that process. You mean there's not one simple answer? Right. Like here's the candy bar. Here it is. 
<laughs> if it was so easy, like everyone would have it, right? It's just not that easy. So it's also not that hard. Like we, I think we, we think because it's such a big deal and it's something we want so bad that it's like, it's gotta be real. It's gotta be like, I've got to make a real effort. Like, I love it when people say, yeah. I got to get out there. Oh like, yeah. I hear that all the time. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that you're saying that first off. Cause I just want to highlight that before we even get further in. Like, I love that you just like, it doesn't have to be that hard and you're so right. I think we're going to talk more about how like this efforting part of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, like I'll hear it like so often and I'm like, huh, I don't think that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think the, the first important thing to do, and this is, um, simple, but not easy is getting really clear about what you want to feel in that relationship. So where I find a lot of people get stuck is they're, they, they think of traits and characteristics of what they want. I call it, I lovingly refer to that as the checklist. <laughs> yes. You read my mind. Cause I was going to be like, I love that you brought this feeling versus told everybody to just write down this whole list. <laughs> right. Like I want- I want him to be six feet tall. I want him to have a good job. I want him to have no kids. I want him to like, well, <laughs> uh, I totally have that list guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I started with that list and it's progressed, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> I had that list. I, all my girlfriends had that totally. list. Totally. Oh yeah. I've done the list. Yeah. yeah. But if we stop there, uh, we miss out on everything. Yes. Uh, Make some real so bad choices. Well, there's so so much more to that. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So it's, and, and yeah, you guys know this. It's like, how do like some of the questions I'll ask my clients are like, so let's say, imagine yourself waking up next to your beloved in the morning, your eyes aren't open yet, but you're, you're waking to the day and your beloved is next to you. Your partner's next to you. What do you want to feel as you're waking up? I just love this. I'm just like smiling and all giddy over here. (laughs) I know. I'm like, yeah, this is like the total, I'm going to, yeah, I just, I was also thinking like, you know, when all my clients are like, why do we have to start with waking up every day? And they're like, well, Sharon Pope does this too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like, you can, I can, you can do the thing of like, all right, imagine you're sitting across from them having a romantic dinner. What do you want to feel? And then when you lay your head down on your pillow at night and you're, do- you're starting to doze off to sleep, what do you want to feel? And so it's really interesting to, and I just have them give me three words, three descriptive words each time. And there's usually a theme, right? Like some people really want like the security. Mm. Some people want to feel passion and alive. Um, Wouldn't you get mostly like the first word that comes to me is just love Yes. Yeah. I mean, I do get that. Like people will say that, but I think the description of love has, so it's, um, kind of like in through the eyes of the beholder. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important because I totally agree. It's like we use that word to mean so many different things. And so the part of getting really clear about what you want is going beyond that. Yeah. And, 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 oh, this is really Go ahead, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so often 
like if I would ask you, like, what do you want to feel? They would say the word loved, Mm. right? As opposed to, I want to feel love, Mm -hmm. which can mean I want to feel loving. Like we're also like, we get really focused on love being pointed at us Mm -hmm. and Mm. not love flowing through us being the one who loves. Mm -hmm. Like I want to feel loving in my life. Because that's, I believe that's my true nature. Yes. Yeah. This is awesome. It is so awesome. And I want, will you go a little bit deeper for our listeners? Um, just to make sure like this whole pointed at you through you concept, will you talk a little bit more about that? So they are really clear on what you mean. Yeah. So if I only feel love, when love is being pointed at me, mm-hmm. then I'm constantly reliant on the people around me to love me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, then I become a people pleaser. <laughs> um, I put everyone else's needs before my own, but I think an important distinction that doesn't get talked about as much when we talk about the concept of love is being the one who loves. So what I mean by that is actively looking for things, things, experiences, people in your life to love. Mm -hmm. The reality is, is that when you can like, let's say I go out with the intention of, I'm going to find 10 things that I can just appreciate not be grateful for, I think appreciate is a better word. And I like some people will say like, can you flow love to them? And it sounds a little woo. Right. Um, but you know what it's like when you're in, in the vicinity of someone who always finds the good, always looks for the, the good in people and the situation, you feel that energetically just sitting there next to them. They don't even have to say a word. It feels different than when you're sitting next to someone who's like, always complaining, always pointing out what's wrong, not what's good. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you can feel that. So when you can go out and find things to love actively in your life, because that's your true nature is to love. It's what we're here to do folks. (laughs) Newsflash, we're here to love. (laughs) Then you'll never have a shortage of love in your life because as you practice love, it's going to come right back to you in a million different forms. Yes. I love that. So many points I just want to highlight. Like it, it's, it's what we're here to do and it's going to like flow back to you when you flow it. Yeah. I love that. I just, I actually have, I totally believe that. And when I actually think of love, I think it of it as a state of being. So I, I don't think of it as so much of an action. It's like, I am love, like my core energy and vibration is that is the same of that, which is love. And so it's not about me giving love. It's about, I feel it. And then I'm automatically going to be in that world of like where I see things as loving and whatever I'm placing my attention on is going to feel good because I'm there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, Ginny. I love that so much. 
But so often we look to people who aren't in that loving vibration that you're talking about. Yes. And we say, love me. Yes. But they give it to you because they're not in that space. They can't change your vibration. Right. They yeah, cannot right. vibrate for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's a state of being. Yes. So, so yeah, I think first is like get clear about what you want to feel. And if love, loved, loving is one of those, like become the one who is loving, become the vibration, become that state of being, because that's what you will draw back to you. Yes, 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 yes. Love that. Become it. So good. Become it. Okay. So moving on to this question we wanted to talk about, what about, is there only one soulmate for you out there? What do you think about that, Sharon? Oh, I'm, I'm not a lover of that concept. Hmm. Um, I don't like, I think when we get the idea that there's only one person out there for us, that then it, first of all, it comes from a place of scarcity and then it makes you like really anxious about like, I gotta go find him. Like I've got to find him. Like it's some predestined thing that, you know, have to, like someone put something into motion, it's all predestined, and now that is your one soulmate, and your job is to go find him. And so then we get well, really that sounds like hard work. <laughs> right, we get all caught up in the action of finding him. Right, so we, we put our profile on twelve different websites because I want it. I want him to find me. <laughs> um, you know, like some people they'll go on date after date after date, like the, the speed dating kind of thing. You know, like we get into action mode, and it's not about any of that. Mm-hmm. I, so I think that there's, there's lots of people that we, that our souls are compatible with. Let's say it that way. Yeah. Um, I think there is always a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, mm-hmm. a plan C. Like, <laughs> and do you think yeah. one is better than the other? One, what? One plan? One plan. Like one. Cause I could see people out there thinking, okay, well, that maybe this person that I had a relationship with five years ago, well, they, they could have been my soulmate, but it's too late for now. So I have to settle for second best. And I'm, I'm with this person here. No, I, I, I just, I view that there's like, um, that you you can't get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, it's, uh, how do I explain Mm -hmm. this? Uh, I I love that. I just want to, as you're thinking about it, I just want to highlight, like you can't get it wrong. Because I think that's so, like, I hear it all the time. Like, you know, I hear it in my clients. I hear it in people, not, not so much in my clients, but I've heard it a lot. Like, it's like, I, it's wrong. I messed it up. It's not going to come again. Like, so this idea that you can't get it wrong, will you say more about that? So one of the, um, tools that I learned from my coaching program that I went through was. Um, you know how, when you were a kid and you would hide something and then you would direct people to find it by saying <laughs> hot and cold, you're getting warmer, you're yep. getting warmer. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can date that way. <laughs> like, like take a step. Does it feel warmer? Or does it feel colder? How does it feel? If it feels good, like take another step. If it doesn't pay attention, don't try to like make up some story in your head. Like, but this could be the one, this could be my soulmate. I have to make this work. And then what you're doing is force. Like there's nothing wrong with a little bit of effort in our lives, right? Like good things come with effort. 
a lot, nothing good comes from force. You don't have to force love. Like yes. The one I feel like it, yeah, it just makes it too hard. Um, yeah. That, I don't know who came up with that concept, but I think, I don't think it's kind of crap. <laughs> that you're saying that because I agree and it traps you, right? It, like it, it, to me, it feels like, tra- like I have, like, then I have to know which one is the one without like the experience. Yeah. Oh, um, Cass, I love that. Like, right. Like you're, you're guessing instead of like stepping. And I love this hot and cold thing because, um, I think this is the other sort of the trap the one gets us into. You're saying like, take a step if it's warmer, if it's warmer, if it's warmer, but like, just like in the game, even if it's like really warm and you step in the wrong direction, you're colder. And I think so often, if you believe in this concept of just the one, like you convince yourself, like if it was really warm, like you can't get out of it because it's so warm. You must be on the right path. And you don't, like you said, pay attention. You don't see the, the, where it got colder. Like you're not acknowledging that because you're convincing yourself it has to be in this direction. Yeah. You're not in the journey of your experience. Yeah. I was just, Taking I was going to say active so- steps. Yeah. yeah. And it's so much about that journey of discovery. You can't yeah. get warmer and warmer and warmer unless you are taking steps somewhere. <laughs> right. And then, you know, back to your question, Jenny, of where we were talking about, like, which is there one that's better? Like, we're always evolving. Ever, like, we're, if, if you're in your journey, you are always evolving. So the guy that you think is your soulmate from five years ago, and now I'm doomed because, I, you know, like it was a timing thing. Like you're a different person than you were five years ago. Mm, if yes. you're growing at all, you are different. Yes. I and love that. The, yeah. One of the things I tell people, particularly after they've worked with me for some period of time and they'll, you know, and they, if their fears creep in, like, wait a minute, I don't want to create another relationship like the one I just got out of, um, is that next time will be different because you're different. Mm-hmm. Like you now know things that you didn't know a few months ago. And once you know something, you can't unknow it. (laughs) Right. As you're learning these tools from these fabulous women, like you're now changing, you're growing, you have things at your disposal that you did not have previously. And so next time will be different because you're different. Mm -hmm. So when you know better, you do better, right? You Uh make those choices. I love, so Um, I totally agree with you, Sharon. And and when people ask me like, well, do you think there's only, there's one right person out there for me? There's one soulmate. And it's my opinion that we come into this world in kind of like groups of energy and these are all your soulmates and you can come into these soulmates in any form. They could be friends, they could be teachers, they could be lovers, they could be um, in your family. Like it doesn't. And so it's about that soul to soul connection. So there's not one perfect soulmate out there for you, but that's kind of what so many of us have been conditioned to believe. Oh, I got to find that one. And I think part of what allows us to get more into the flow and to actually be open to finding someone compatible with us is letting go of that idea. And like when we release the boundaries of that, that just feels better. Right. So those are the feelings you want to be following. You want to be trusting. Yeah. I, uh, so you and I believe similarly 
Um, and I actually, I had a, um, I don't know what, uh, let's call her a spiritual advisor. I don't know if you call her a psychic or whatever, but she's <laughs> someone who said something to me one time and it stuck with me. And she said, um, she said, sometimes the people that you have the most painful experiences within your life were part of your soul team or mm-hmm. part of your soul mates heard that before in too. non-physical, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you sort of made this agreement that here's what you're here to do and to create and to learn. And, and I'm going to do that for you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we tend to learn the most through pain. We don't have to, but yep. we tend, <laughs> tends mm-hmm. to be the, the way. Cassie and I talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, that. so yeah. good. I think we're all in like violent agreement. There's way more than just one. Right. There's so much more than just one, which is so freeing. And it brings me back. I want to talk more about, um, cause I want to make sure we get this in. You touched on it a little bit, but you know, this whole action and, you know, being in sort of that place of force Mm -hmm. to, to find that relationship, whatever that relationship is for you. So can you, give our listeners some description or definition around like what's action and what's actually, I don't know, that you're doing things for attraction versus just the action piece. Yeah. I think attracting the one that you want has way more to do with who you're being and who you're becoming than what you're doing. Ooh, wait, say that exact again. (laughs) Uh, Okay. When you, um, attracting the love that you want has way more to do with who you're being and who you're becoming than what you're actually doing. So good. It's so good. That's That's like the core of everything Cassie and I teach. Yes. (laughs) Right there. Drop the mic. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. And in the last few minutes, so talk about how like being on 50 websites, isn't necessarily part of the, it could be part of the being I'm open to the fact that it could be, yeah. but how do you distinguish between when you're being, cause I want to hear this answer from you. Cause we talk about this a lot. Like what are sort of your guides for figuring out if you're in the being versus, you know, the trying or the doing? Yeah. Um, so the biggest, uh, indicator for knowing whether you're in action mode or you're in, um, being mode is how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give you I'll give you an example of a client example because I think sometimes the stories can bring it home a little bit. So I have a client who um, is divorced. She's been divorced for I don't know, let's say eight years or so, and um, she very much wants to be in a relationship. Um, she she actually she wants to be remarried. And so when we started working together, it was very, like, I had to giggle with her. It wasn't at her. It was with her. (laughs) But it was like, she's like, you know, this dating thing, I just like, I don't like it. I just want to like, why can't I just find the one, get married and like be done? Why do I have to go through all this? And so I was like, you like, now is not the time for you to be dating anyone. Because if you, if you're like, if you're taking action from that place of this is a part-time job for me, it is a means to an end. And the end that I want is to walk down the damn aisle. Like you're not, that's not light. That's not playful. That's Mm -hmm. not, I'm genuinely interested in getting to know people Mm -hmm. and getting to know myself. That's not being love. 
that's like trying to make things happen. And I get how we got here. Like we're a very action oriented society, but there's way more power that we have in the being and becoming than in the doing. Mm-hmm. And we can draw it right to us. You don't have to go hunting behind bushes to try to find the one. Like you will walk right through the door. He'll come right by in front of you at the airport. Like absolutely, drop in your lap if you will take the time to get really clear about what you want to feel. Then feel that way as often as you humanly can. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So true. Yeah. I love it. Feel it as often. Um, I really like what you said, Sharon, about there's way more power in the beingness versus the, the action. So yes, you can take action and eventually you will find someone who's a match. But Mm -hmm. if you want to access your power and like have the life and the experience that is so much more fun and easy and like light, then be it first. And I get so many clients come to me the same and say, okay, I, I feel like I need to put myself out there. And I was like, okay, <laughs> nope. Uh, the, the, fact, nope like, the fact that you think that is you're not there yet. You know, you, you got to get good with you first. Yeah. And you know what? That brings to mind for me this, the concept that we attract to us what we are. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? So like if someone would say, let's take the example of um, I, I want someone who's really spontaneous. And I would ask them, like, awesome, what is the last spontaneous thing you <laughs> Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, I don't, I don't do that now. But, like, when I have a partner, then I'm going to be really spontaneous. <laughs> it's like, no, it actually doesn't work like that. Yep. <laughs> You've got to go live from that space of what you want to feel. You've got to make that happen for yourself and not look for someone else to fill that empty bucket for you. That is you so can- perfect. You've got to go do that and live from that place. And that's how you cultivate. That's how you be, be and become is that you live from that space of what you want to feel. If you want to feel love, be love. If you want to feel spontaneous, be spontaneous. Yes. If you want to feel adventurous and passionate and alive, go be those things in your own life. Mm-hmm. And that's how you draw to you, as you know so much, so clearly, is that you're just going to draw to you what you are. But if you're stuck and broken and negative, guess what you're going to draw to you? (laughs) (laughs) That is such a perfect way to wrap up this show today and this episode and this topic of how do you attract what you're wanting? And is there only one soulmate out there for you is is really embodying and empowering that what Cassie and I call like act as if or be it now. Right. You be that person right now and then let the universe bring it to you, bring them to you. Yes. So good. Cass, do you have any final? Oh, yes. Go ahead, Cassie. Oh, no. I was just (laughs) going to have have Sharon wrap up if she had any final thoughts and and tell our listeners. um, I think she has a free gift for them. So just going to have her tell where they can connect with her, get that. And if she had any final thoughts. Oh, sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show, ladies. This has been just such a pleasure. Thank you for being uh, here. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so I guess in, you know, like what we've talked about is get really clear about what you want to feel, go beyond the checklist and then become what it is that you want to feel. 
There's nothing wrong with action. If it's inspired action, if it's light and fun and exciting for you, if it's something you look forward to, but if it feels like a job or a task or a chore, you're in doing mode and you're not going to get what you want. So back up, like warmer, colder, right? Take a step back, like colder, <laughs> take a step back and be, do, uh, do more be, being and becoming. Get into that feeling more. That's way more productive, way more powerful. Oh, and then the, um, so you can find me at SharonPope.com. And um, I am willing to, I would love to give away some free books. Um, the book that I want to give you is called Soulful Truth Telling, Why is Love So Hard to Find? So if you send me an email, Sharon at Sharon Pope Truth, with your name and your physical address, I will send you one of those books signed by me. What an awesome gift for our listeners. Thank yes. you, Sharon. All right. So we're wrapping up for today. I hope everyone has an awesome week and we will catch you next time. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.